0: And welcome to Tavern Chat, the daily cast. So, one of our listeners sent me this link uh, to an article at comicbook.com. Now, it's from last April. It's from uh, April 25th, 2020. So, it's dated, but I hadn't seen these numbers, so they're not severely dated in that case. If anything, they might skew even more. 40% of Dungeons & Dragons players are 25 or younger, and that was apparently released uh, last April, uh, which is the coast where we this is about the D&D player base revealing its core player group was much younger than expected. And, you know what? Okay, but here's the interesting part to me. Only 11% of the gaming base for D&D, not role-playing games in general, but D&D, is 40 years or older. Unsurprisingly, the game has experienced massive growth uh, growth over the last few years, with an estimated 40 million players. 39% identify as female. So that's about roughly uh, 16 million. Now, how many of those players are 40 and older? Roughly 4.4 uh, million. So... What does that mean to us as, I don't know, old-school gamers, right? I I think that there's an an untapped audience that we really should be looking to find. So um, why would it be that older gamers are not playing 5e? Probably because a lot of them are more attracted to games like OSR games. Why is it that this huge chunk is... 25 and younger. Well, it's not as huge as you think it is because that means 26 to 39 is 49 uh, percent, right? 89 percent of your fifth edition player base is under 40. So, you have two things to think about now when you are creating product if you're creating for 5e you've got to realize that you have a younger player base than you might be used to creating content for the OSR. And maybe you need to uh, refocus some of your efforts to address content that would be interesting to a younger demographic. Also, the fact that 40% of, or nearly 40%, 39% of the gamers for 5th edition are female is huge. It's a huge market that is probably... Untapped. Now, is it do we have 40% of the old school market being female? I, I don't think so. But hey, if we could bring that to 20 or 30 percent, again, it's an untapped market. So, how do you address that? Um, I don't know, honestly, how you address that. I do know that. One of the secrets is going to be presentation, okay? Uh, the older school gamers may be used to seeing, uh, oh, that's a homage to uh, white box. It's a homage to the old school player's handbook for AD&D. But your new school gamers, they probably want something a bit more Magic the Gathering or 2 Flash. So I think that art, is certainly something that is underappreciated by a lot of producers, especially of old school gaming. And yeah, we don't have numbers for old school gamers, but we do have numbers for, like I said, D D. The big bad dare I say bully on the block, right? This this is this is the game to knock down. Nobody's gonna knock it down. Pathfinder, Pathfinder Two, you know, they Pretty much giving up market space, marketplace to them. I'm looking at this as an old school gamer. I want to see a portion of those players, especially the over forty group. You got to figure the over forty group when you're playing old school essentials. When you're playing Swords and Wizardry, when you're playing Labyrinth or Adventurer, Conqueror, King system, or uh, any any of those right? Swordsman and Sorcerer of Hyperborea. You are playing new iterations of classic games. The over-40 group most likely haven't come into gaming at over 40. They were likely gaming at younger ages and have moved on to the edition for one reason or another. I think the idea that we have to somehow focus on, somehow revitalize, is the idea that there are, what, uh, over 4 million 5e players that are over 40. That is a potential market for old school publishers. And those are the people we should certainly be looking to, dare I, dare I say, to assimilate. We should be like the Borg, right? Assimilate. But uh, really, these are the ones we should be showing. L- listen, look at "Source of Which We Light" is out there. It's four pages. Try it. It's free, free in print. Come on, come on. It's such an. Ne- you know, it, I shouldn't say it's easy. It isn't easy. Growing the old school market is not easy. The old school player base is not easy. But the potential players are there, and if we tapped 10% of the over 40 D&D base, right? That would be over 400,000 potential players for old school gaming. You get 1%, it's still over 40. Old school gaming, you know, it'll live or die whether or not it can grow with D&D. It doesn't have to match d ds numbers, but it certainly has to recognize the demographics of D&D and, and market to some of those demographics. We got to stop keep thinking about, oh, old school, is it's, it's, it's special. Fuck that. If you want this stuff to be viable 10 years from now, 20 years from now, we have to bring new blood in. I, I, actually, I'd love to see how do we bring in those uh, those under twenty five because those that'll be the next generation of old school gamers. I'd like to see somebody figure out how to how to get one percent of them in. Okay, one percent of them would still be like hundred and sixty thousand. I don't know what the market is for old school gaming. It is definitely strong and loyal, but it's not huge. Okay, it's 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 drops in the pond when it comes to D and five e. I'd love to hear your ideas on this. Now, if you're listening on Anchor, you can definitely leave voicemail via Anchor. If you're listening on uh, YouTube or another podcast server, the voicemail is three four seven five zero nine five one six eight. Three four seven five zero nine five one six eight. Tomorrow, I will probably start catching up on the uh, voicemails and similar that I have neglected post-con. I'm still in this post-con recovery mode. I don't think my cold sounds as bad as it did the last couple of days, but uh, every once in a while I get the uh, sound of somebody who smokes three packs a day. And then I cough up a hairball and I'm pretty good. Folks. We are still in the midst of the world of the pandemic. I ask all of you, I beg all of you, use your common sense to keep yourself healthy and safe. You can't keep others healthy and safe. You can't help others if you yourself aren't healthy and safe. Be safe, be well, God bless you all. Knock on wood. I'll be back tomorrow. Oh yeah, and roll your dice hello. You know but uh yeah tomorrow is, tomorrow is monday yeah you know, i might try one of those live premieres one one of these days where i record it but then i premiere it live and watch it with you and let you all comment but we'll we'll figure out how that goes i'm not 100 sure oh and i forgot the post on the blog yesterday so somebody beat me with a wet noodle yeah yep yeah, i've missed it twice this year i was doing so good for years too many distractions last night was uh literally talking a lot of uh a lot of workshop shit stuff stuff said stuff is being worked on folks it's always good to know all right on that note i'm out of here hello and welcome to tavern chat this is like uh the bonus episode and i don't think it's gonna count as today's episode but i'll probably get this up shortly at the recording as you can see i'm in my car, because I take my father to a doctor's appointment, and I figured, let me do a quick follow-up on, well, last night's uh, vidcast. A lot of people going, those numbers are wrong. I'm not saying the numbers are right. Okay, I'm not saying that, that, that the Wizards of the Coast, uh, 40 million gamers in the world for D&D alone, remember, this isn't counting other games. These are DD players and it's only counting fifth edition we're not counting 4 e Pathfinder 3e 1 uh, e2 e original DD basic this is 5 e players this is the current game they're talking about the numbers I spoke about were numbers that wizards of the coast gave from their survey and a lot of people are going well my gaming group uh, half my over half my gaming group is over 50 listen, nearly all my gaming group and my, and my gamers everybody that I know I should say everybody nearly everybody in my gaming circles is 40 and above I'm 53, I'll be 54 in July now why is that? because you tend to socialize with people of a similar age I be honest with you, when I go to my local pub uh, everybody there is probably older than me and I, I enjoy that crowd All right. Um, But you gain the people that you tend to game with, unless you're strictly gaming in um, a game store type of environment, is going to reflect upon the circle of acquaintances and friends that you naturally make. And they are more likely to match your age than not. What else should we uh, cover? Who's got more disposable income? I would like to think the older gamers do. So yes, people our age, people in that over 40 uh, section of it certainly are uh, a more valuable per person segment than the under 25, right? Younger gamers uh, are most likely to... uh, Uh, be gaming relatively on the cheap whereas older gamers are the ones most likely to have disposable income this isn't necessarily uh, true across the board that's why I'm saying most likely but just some things to consider so just because your personal experience does not match the survey from Wizards of the Coast doesn't mean that their survey is inaccurate doesn't mean it necessarily is accurate. Thirty-nine percent, nearly forty percent of gamers for Five E being women. I find that surprising. I, I I wish it would carry over to the O S R. But at least their survey says that. Now, could you argue that women are more likely to participate in surveys than men? I don't know. It could be that could be the case. Would well, that skew the results? Certainly. I again. You got to go to some extent with the numbers you have. These are the numbers that Wizards of the Coast publicly gave out. They're interesting numbers. If nothing else, they show a general trend, okay. And uh, it certainly reinforces the idea that the big baddie, the the you're not even gonna, you're not going to knock Witches of the Coast down. The best you can do, my opinion, is peel off some of the 5e players towards other games allow Wizards of the Coast to bring in gamers to the hobby Uh, I I think it should be whether you're an indie gamer or a Pathfinder gamer or an OSR gamer um, these are people who've already been exposed to the hobby you don't have to convince them to play a game you just gotta show them a better game that's gonna be hard because 5e, by all accounts, is a very good game. But it's not going to be a good game for everybody. So those are things to keep in mind. Actually, I'm going to keep this relatively short. Because, as I said, I'm in the car. But he and my father stopped his appointment. And uh, being that the his appointment doesn't start for another 15 minutes. And he's in; He's been in there for 15 minutes. God knows when he's going to come out. He might come out. Uh, half an hour from now, he might come out now maybe they took him early, I don't know folks I enjoy the conversation that we have please, if you have feedback leave a comment, and your personal experience I'm not discounting your personal experiences again, I don't discount my personal experiences when it comes to gaming or anything else, however, those are my experiences they don't necessarily carry across uh, when you look at the full hobby you know, it's one of those you you fail to see the forest for the trees I see the trees in front of me and if every tree I see in front of me is maple but the forest is mostly uh, evergreens right, to me, well, it's a maple forest but no, the forest it's made up of much more than that again, you just see what's in front of you a lot of times I don't know again, I'd be interested in hearing more feedback from the rest of you, I really do appreciate everything that you all kick back at me, even those that tell me I'm stupid. It's okay. I'm sure I am more than, more times than I'd like to be. Folks, as always, as always, we are in the midst of the world of COVID. Please, use your common sense to keep yourself, your loved ones, your your family, your friends, healthy and safe. Be safe, be well. God bless. Roll those dice. And I will talk with you all. Uh, most likely later today. All right. Hello and welcome to Tavern Chat. This is like uh, the bonus episode, and I don't think it's gonna count as today's episode, but I'll probably get this up shortly after the recording. As you can see, I'm in my car because I take my father to a doctor's appointment, and I figured let me do a quick follow-up on well last night's uh, vidcast a lot of people going those numbers are wrong i'm not saying the numbers are right okay i'm not saying that, that that the wizards of the coast uh 40 million gamers in the world for D&D alone remember this isn't counting other games these are D&D players and it's only counting fifth edition we're not counting 4e pathfinder 3e uh 1e 2e original dnd basic this is 5e e players. This is the current game they're talking about. The numbers I spoke about were numbers that Wizards of the Coast gave from their survey. And a lot of people are going, well, my gaming group, uh, half my, over half my gaming group is over 50. Listen, nearly all my gaming group and my, and my gamers, everybody that I know, I should say everybody, nearly everybody in my gaming circles... It's forty and above. I'm fifty-three. I'll be fifty-four in July. Now, why is that? Because you tend to socialize with people of a similar age. I be honest with you, when I go to my local pub, uh, everybody there is probably older than me, and I, I enjoy that crowd. All right, um, but you gain the people that you tend to game with, unless you're strictly gaming in. Um, a game store type of environment is going to reflect upon the circle of acquaintances and friends that you naturally make and they are more likely to match your age than not what else should we uh, cover who's got more disposable income I would like to think the older gamers do so yes people our age people in that over 40 uh, section of it certainly are uh, a more valuable per person segment than the under 25, right? Younger gamers uh, are most likely to uh, uh, be gaming relatively on the cheap, whereas older gamers are the ones most likely to have disposable income. This isn't necessarily uh, true across the board. That's why I'm saying most likely but just some things to consider. So just because your personal experience does not match the survey from Wizards of the Coast doesn't mean that their survey is inaccurate. Doesn't mean it necessarily is accurate. 39%, nearly 40% of gamers for 5e being women. I find that surprising. I, I, I wish it would carry over to the OSR. But at least their survey says that now could you argue that women are more likely to participate in surveys than men I don't know it could be that could be the case would that skew the results certainly I again you've got to go to some extent with the numbers you have these are the numbers that Wizards of the Coast publicly gave out they're interesting numbers if nothing else they show a general trend okay and uh it certainly reinforces the idea that the big baddie... the the you're not even gonna you're not gonna knock Witches of the coast down. The best you can do, my opinion, is peel off some of the five e players towards other games. allow Witches of the coast to bring in gamers to the hobby uh, I, I think it should be. Whether you're an indie gamer, or a Pathfinder gamer, or an OSR gamer. Um, these are people who've already been exposed to the hobby. You don't have to convince them to play a game. you just got to show them a better game. That's going to be hard. Because 5e, by all accounts, is a very good game. But it's not going to be a good game for everybody. So those are things to keep in mind. So I'm going to keep this relatively short because as I said I'm in the car when he and my father stopped his appointment and uh, being that his appointment doesn't start for another 15 minutes and he's, in, he's been in there for 15 minutes God knows when he's going to come out he might come out uh, half an hour from now he might come out now maybe they took him early I don't know folks I enjoy the conversation that we have Please, if you have feedback, leave a comment. And your personal experience, I'm not discounting your personal experiences. Again, I don't discount my personal experiences when it comes to gaming or anything else. However, those are my experiences. They don't necessarily carry across uh, when you look at the full hobby. You know, it's one of those, you you fail to see the forest for the trees. I see the trees in front of me, and if every tree I see in front of me is maple, but the forest is mostly... uh, evergreens, right, to me well, it's a maple forest but not the forest, it, it, it's made up of much more than that, again you just see what's in front of you a lot of times I don't know again, I'd be interested in hearing more feedback from the rest of you, I really do appreciate everything that you all kick back at me, even those to tell me, I'm stupid it's okay, I'm sure I am, more than more times than I'd like to be Folks, as always, as always, we are in the midst of the world of COVID. Please, use your common sense to keep yourself, your loved ones, your your family, your friends healthy and safe. Be safe, be well. God bless, roll those dice, and I will talk with you all, uh, most likely, later today. All right. Folks, hello, and welcome to Tavern Chat. Um... I probably should get the share screen up, shouldn't I? Just just to throw something out there. So now, I spoke about an old survey uh, from Wizards about D&D yesterday. Um, earlier today, I did a bonus episode. You can find it on YouTube where I did a follow-up because some people were like, oh, these numbers are bullshit. Or, uh, oh, this, my gaming group is 90%. Uh, 50 and older, what do they mean? Only 11% of gamers for d and 5th edition are, are over 40. You can listen to all that. I did it from the car. Here's the deal. There's a new survey. Believe it or not, today. Now, I'm not sure if this was only some of the earlier surveys or if random people are getting this, but I did not. I just did the survey and uh, And people were saying that they went through the survey and then you got like halfway through it, and then an NDA popped up. And uh, what the NDA says is, thank you for agreeing to take our survey. Your answers will be kept strictly confidential, only be used to aggregate for research purposes. To participate in the survey, you are agreeing to keep all information about the survey, including, I guess, graphics displayed in the survey. It's a bad screenshot I'm looking at. Within the survey, completely confidential and further agree not to disclose uh, to any other party, nor to attempt to copy, print, or download any information from this survey. Please note that in the case of any leaks, it is possible to link back to your participant ID. This Disagre- uh, Violating this agreement uh, may result in fines and or further liabilities. Do you agree to keep the content of this survey confidential? First off, I don't believe that is an enforceable NDA because doesn't ask you what your age is. Well, I guess maybe early in the survey they do ask your age, and but there's no proof of it, right? There's no validate your age, enter a valid credit card information like they used to do with wink, wink, free porn sites, right, to make sure you're 18 or above. Um, I don't believe that if anybody under the age of 18, let alone under the age of 13, were to agree to this, they could be held... <clears throat> legally liable. So apparently uh from the I haven't done a huge research on this online. Apparently the questions that I was not asked had something to do with uh possible future of D D and there's somebody mentioned twenty twenty four. I guess that's when they think that the next edition of uh D D is gonna be released. Or is that when the movie's coming out? I don't know. Right? So the movie's coming out in twenty twenty two. In any case, the basic questions that they ask is your age. What editions do you play? And that included. They didn't include original. All right. They included basic BX. So <clears throat> I said, which editions do you play? And for me, it was like, oh well, BX 1e2E. Great. Then it was, what editions have you played in the last 12 months? Now, for me, if I'm playing something, it's Swords and Wizardry <clears throat> and or Osric. So that's basically BX18. Percentage of your time that you are the DM. Interesting question. All right. So they've gotten some d- interesting demographic questions about their player base. 90% in my case. Official online presence. I did not know that there's an official Dungeons and Dragons Discord. And then the Dungeons and Dragons Instagram. I still don't fucking understand Instagram. But they are asking about the official locations where you can find D&D. And again, when we're referring to D&D, they are referring to Fifth Edition. Now, I know there's a percentage of the populace that says uh, Kleenex for facial tissues and Scotts for toilet paper and xerox for copy machines um dnd is kind of like that generic term for role playing but you have to realize when they do these surveys they are thinking about their current edition unless they ask you otherwise um what else oh so they asked you how much you spend Money, and I guess I think it was a 12-month basis, but how much money do you spend? And I don't spend shit on 5e, except for maybe some of the tchotchkes, you know, some of the, the occasionally, they, 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 oh, look, those cool miniatures, or I wanted the hand and eye of but really had no place to put it. But things like that, they're looking, at, you know, certain licensed products, uh, adventures, core books, rule books. They're looking to judge their market. And now, before people go poo-poo, um, these will be interesting numbers to see when they do, if they do, release them. Because it will give an idea of what the d and market is. Because that's a market that not just applies to third-party publishers, and old-school publishers like Trollord, like God, like Goodman, because these companies make the bulk of their monies from 5th edition products. Don't fool yourself. Don't say, oh, well, Troll Lord, they have their own system, right? Castles and Crusades. And Goodman has DCC RPG. And Frog God has Swords and Wizardry. Don't fool yourself. They make the bulk of their monies on 5th edition, edition products. Goodman less so. But I'm sure that the 5th edition uh, classics line, right, where they republished B1, B2, and uh, lots of other stuff, I think, including Temple of Elemental Evil. There's at least five or six editions out. These large, oversized, hardcover books at $50 a pop. These are being sold to fifth edition players in addition to old school gamers. And I can guarantee you that the fifth edition players are, ba- are buying a lot more of these than the old school gamers because there's a lot more fifth edition players. So the, the the bankroll, the fifth edition bankroll is keeping old school OSR products as viable print choices. All right. So again, I know there's people out there that go, "Oh, 5e haters." Listen, without 5e, your OSR uh, selection will be a lot less than it is. There'll be a lot less money in it than there is now. What else did they ask? They asked what currency you buy your products in. That's an interesting one. Because <clears throat> that's going to tell them also where their markets are outside of the U.S., outside the U.K. Very interesting. Oh, by the way, they did ask what systems that you played, what you DM'd all stuff. And I, you can actually uh, write in. Non DD stuff. So I put in Swords and Wizardry. So they will then also get a chance to see. If you take the survey, you'll get a chance to see. Uh, They'll get a chance to see other games that are being played. Old school products. It doesn't hurt for us to get that known. I know there's a lot of people that go fuck Wizards of the Coast. I don't want to fuck them. All right. Um, but again, they drive the market. And Wizards is not hurting the OSR. In the long run, they are helping the OSR. We need to recognize that. Okay, I think failure to do so does us a, a a misservice. So there is a there is a new survey. Um, I let me see if it's here. Oh, I see. It seems to have already taken this survey. I'll bring it up on another browser. I'll link it. Uh, with this uh, YouTube video, uh, hopefully, I'll remember to add it to the podcast notes when the podcast goes up. But uh, seriously, folks, um, take it. You're not gonna. You're gonna show them that their older editions are still being played. Why shouldn't we show them that? We certainly should. Folks, as always, as always, be safe, be well. Take precautions against COVID. We are still in the midst of the world of COVID. I am not a medical professional. I am not going to tell you, get vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. You know what? You've got to make common sense decisions that will protect your health and the health of your family, your friends, your loved ones. God bless. Knock on wood. I'll be back again tomorrow and Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, live stream with myself and Bad Mike talking crit. I believe we'll have a special guest. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are too. All right, folks. On that note, I'm going to bow out. Look at that. Two, two videos today. (laughs) Ha, ha.